my babies. I know you all love listening to my voice every week, and I love each and every one of y'all for tuning in with me, but I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Spotify for podcasters. They allow me to record and edit all in one app. They have user-friendly tips and tricks, and they really just make it easy for a new podcaster like me. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, or maybe you're just looking for a new podcast to tune into, I highly recommend Spotify for podcasters. Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Welcome back, my loves. I want to know how your week has been. I'm recording on Tuesday. Y'all, I know what I said that I was going to be getting back or getting on some type of content schedule. Listen, like this past weekend was Father's Day weekend. And when I say I had, I can't even say I had a time. It was, I was just so fucking exhausted. So yesterday's Tuesday. Y'all are hearing this on Wednesday. So tomorrow. Um, I'm definitely going to upload this first thing in the morning. So by the time all of my girlies wake up, you can start your day with me. Um, but anyways, I... Um, I feel like I'm going to be all over the place for this one. I don't know why. I just feel it. But life update. I submitted all of my stuff for my license. I got the confirmation email this morning. So we are now waiting on a hard copy of our license and an actual licensure number. Yay. Cue the clapping. Whatever the fuck. I also met my boyfriend's family Friday night. And it went very well. Um, now I feel comfortable expressing that I'll be ready to beat the fuck out of him every other day. And he knows that. Also, we are now at a 2% male listening, which it has to be him and my brother. Like, them is the only two niggas that I know would actually put up with my voice for an extended amount of time. And honestly, there's a time frame that if you play my episodes, that it'll count. I'm never going to tell y'all what that is. So if you know, you know. But I'm never going to tell y'all what that is because I want y'all to enjoy me. What the fuck? So never telling y'all. But there is a specific like time frame that if you let my episodes run and then say you click off, it would still count. So, But speaking of which, we hit 300 total plays on Monday I think it was it was either Monday or yesterday right now we're at 303 but needless to say 300 was my July goal so I'm aiming for 350 for July not gonna I'm not gonna hold y'all I want 350 because by my birthday 400 doesn't seem that far-fetched you know what I mean so Shout out to the ones who have helped me get to 300 thus far. I love, well, 303. I love y'all. I honestly didn't think I would see 100 if we're going to keep it a band. So shout out to each and every one of y'all that tunes in with me every week because I can actually see specific analytics now. So I'm not going to tell y'all how specific, but just know, I know. Okay. So I'm going to jump right into this episode because truth be told, my head hurts. I'm tired. Like I said, this past weekend was exhausting and 
work has been very slow, knock on wood, this week. But I think it's been so slow that I'm bored and I'm just tired. Like, tomorrow's my rest day from the gym. It's 6.47 right now, and I'm liable to go get in the bed after I finish recording this. So, anyways, as you can see from the title, I'm being selfish. But, of course, I'm going to give some advice, and I'm talking about tapping into my own potential. And basically what I mean by that is I feel like I'm not giving every aspect of my life my all. And so I want to start doing that. I know that I'm not going to be able to give 110% every day, but I read this quote the other day that was like, if you only had 40% and you gave 40% that day, then technically you gave 100%. And what I got from that is even if you're running low on energy, motivation, discipline, what have you, if you were to gauge it in percentage wise and say you don't have 110% to give that day, but you have 60 and you gave every bit of that 60%, you gave 100% of the effort that you had to give within whatever realm or aspect of your life that you gave that day. So I'm starting to not so much doubt myself and not negatively talk to myself when I can't show up 100% because as long as I am exhausting the maximum effort that I am able to give every day, it's a win. You know, a win is a win. Ain't that what they're saying? Or like, that's like a TikTok sound, a real audio. Y'all know I'm not on TikTok, but anyways. So what I wanted to start with was talking about setting boundaries and what I mean by setting boundaries Of course, you set boundaries in your day-to-day life, or you should be. I encourage you to. But me specifically, and as it pertains to this episode, I mean at work. Like, at work is at work. And I've talked about this before. I got really good at setting a very hard, defined line between when I get off work, that's my time to be at home. You know what I mean? Like, that's my time to do what I want to do to shut my brain off from work and cut it on for personal. So it's been a learning process. And I will say it's kind of hard, especially with the job that I have now, because it's a little bit more complex. And I do, quote unquote, set my own hours. So it's hard to Like, it's almost as if, because when I started, let's back up. When I started, I specifically asked, do I have set hours at work? And they were like, no, as long as you work, you're 40. However, comma, the way my job is set up, my first, my clinic opens at 5 a.m. and closes around 9 p.m. So technically, I could work any eight hours in between 5 a.m. and 9 p.m., right? Normally, it's 8 to 4, 9 to 5, you know what I mean? Like, somewhere around there. So, some days I do work 8 to 4, some days I work 8 to 5, some days I work 9 to 4, some days I work 9 to 5. So, it's been a learning process and really figuring out what works for me. But it some days that I almost feel bad for leaving work at 4 o'clock. But it's like I came in at 7.30. I came in at 8. I did what I needed to do. You know what I mean? So 
learning to no longer take phone calls, no longer text, no longer. I stopped bringing my work laptop home for that reason because I could hear it. And so setting my boundaries and my manager actually forcing us to create monthly calendars has helped me set those boundaries because my calendar says I'm here eight to four unless otherwise specified. So on the days that I round and I have to see all of my patients, I may work 730 to five just because I have to see all of my patients. You know what I mean? So on those days, of course, I have more time to work with. But on the days that I don't have much to do and I'm working my regular schedule, it's eight to four, period. There was a very um, there was a very hard conversation that had to be had with my immediate administrator in my clinic because he had this thing like on lunch breaks, he would call. After work, if you left before him and he needed something, he would call. If you were on a PTO day or it was a holiday and he decided to work from home or he went to the clinic, he would call. So I had to get to a point where it was like, no, my time off is my time off. If you can't find something for me to do or quote unquote have an emergency between the hours of eight and four, eight to five, nine to five, when I'm here, then it can wait till either the next day or if it's that big of an emergency, call 911. And I I tell my clients, my patients, what have you, I tell them that too. If it's that big of an emergency, call 911. Because like I have said in the past, I need time to recharge and to pour into myself so that I can continue to pour into you as your professional, as your social worker between eight to four, eight to five, nine to four, Monday through Friday, unless you know I'm on PTO or something. So that has been a big learning process for me because I, it was like almost that I was being made to feel bad for taking time off at one point. And it's like, if I were to leave tomorrow, you know what I mean? You would replace me or you would have to figure it out. It's the same thing as if I'm working here and I'm just off, you know what I mean? So not feeling guilty for saying no and not feeling guilty for taking time off because I've earned it is something that I'm learning to incorporate in my everyday mentality because just like, this, this summer, I knew I was going to be busy this summer. I knew I had a lot of travel plans this year in general. And so my job gives us two PTO days, excluding any holidays throughout the month, each month. And if you don't use your PTO, your two PTO days, it rolls over. So I haven't taken time off every month, but I definitely take my holidays off because they're worked into our schedule anyway. And I'm salaried and my my company doesn't pay us time and a half or overtime if we work on holiday. So I'm going to take the day off. You know what I mean? And then for my travel plans, I'm taking those PTO days off because that's the only way I'm going to get to be able to really have time for myself and do the extracurricular or the self-care things that I enjoy doing outside of work. If I'm here Monday through Friday, that only gives me Saturday and Sunday. Why not use the PTO days that I've accrued that I'm allowed to use? You know what I mean? So July, I'm taking three days off. Uh, I'm going to Chicago and I'm taking the 4th of July off. And then in August, uh, my mom wants to go on a trip for her birthday. So I'm taking two days off for that. And then my birthday falls on a Monday and I'm going to get white girl wasted the weekend prior. So (laughs) it's just like, why wouldn't I take that day off? So I'm taking three days off in August. And then I don't think I'm taking any more time off until probably the holidays. So it's like it balances its it balances itself out, but by the same token, 
You shouldn't have to give a reason or a quote unquote excuse as to why you're taking your time off. If you have the time off, take it. That's what the fuck it's there for. And I'm con- I continue to learn that because the other thing is, is nobody tells you unless your company or whatever has it written, but there's nowhere in my company policy that tells me how I can utilize my time off. If I want to save up all of my time off and take a week off, I, I can do that. You know what I mean? So I'm using my PTO. I'm using my holidays. I'm taking my breaks that are worked into my schedule as a reward for putting in 40 to 50 hours a week, Monday through Friday. And that is why I say that I have created a work schedule that's conducive to my mental health in order to prevent burnout. I split up a lot of my tasks and stuff throughout the week, throughout the month. I always know that the first week of the month, I'm rounding. I'm going to see all of my patients, checking on all of their needs, because then that gives me the rest of the month to prioritize what I need to prioritize for each person. I always know that my monthly meeting with my entire IDT is the last Tuesday or the fourth Tuesday of every month. I jot that in. I have a Teams call with my social work zone the last Thursday of every month. Jot that in. And then I have two clinic meetings a month, every other week. So typically it's, you know, twice a month. Jot jot those in. So then I can work around my calendar. I know that one week I'm going to have to put in assessments and my mental health screening. So I know that takes me about three to four days to do because it takes me about 30 minutes per patient's case to put into the to the computer. So I kind of split it up that way. And then you have months like this where I'm done with all my assessments. I'm done with all my mental health screenings. I've done my rounding. Um, I have a meeting this Thursday, a lunch slash meeting next Thursday, as well as my monthly IDT meeting next Tuesday. So it's like the rest of those days that I have in between, I'm just chilling. I don't have nothing to do, really. I'm just going to work, playing it by ear. So that way, when things do come up, I can go ahead and give them my attention right then and there because I've already gotten out of the way my monthly reporting, my monthly assessments, my monthly rounding, most of my monthly meetings. And it allows me to be more flexible within my schedule. So I have just learned to spread it out. Now, it may sound like a lot, and it definitely did when I first got hired. But now that I've kind of gotten into my own schedule and my own swing of things, I see that okay, everything doesn't have to get done at once. What needs to get done first and what can wait? You know what I mean? So that's what I mean when I say I'm quote unquote tapping into my potential. Like I'm giving myself time to do other things outside of work because of the way that I set my work schedule up, the way that I set my productivity throughout the month up at work because my podcast and like filming reels and posting on my podcast Instagram and that's what I use as my outlet right now and the only way I'm able to do that is if everything else productivity wise like professional wise is in order so like today I was able to get some stuff squared away at work I knew I wanted to record this afternoon I got everything I needed to get done at work so I could come home and just debrief before I record it. So now I can record without a million and one things going through my brain and I can give this passion project all of my attention. And 
it's making me realize that like I really enjoy short form content. And right now I'm focused on perfecting my reels because I actually really do enjoy picking out audio, editing the clips, doing the little filters and everything else to make it look quote unquote aesthetically pleasing, which I'm still trying to get the hang of, but that's neither here nor there. So being able to have this as an outlet is how I'm content creating, how I'm betting on myself, how I'm tapping into my potential. I know as a professional woman, I got that down pat for the most part. It's just making my schedule fit my needs or making my everyday schedule, my monthly schedule fit the needs of my population. That I can do. That comes very natural to me. But I've I'm not going to say I've always wanted to, quote unquote, be creative because I don't feel that I'm a creative person. But like within the last couple of years, I've just really gotten into like visual content. And then during COVID is when I really found a passion in listening to podcasts, watching podcasts. And then I was like, you know what? I I think I can do this. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's something doable for me. Not maybe like on a grand scheme, but 303 plays for little old me. Come on. For me, that is such a morale boost. And I, I say that all the time. Like, I feel like every little fucking thing is a morale boost, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. But I'm also starting to set up my YouTube channel slowly. If you watch the reel that I posted, not this past Sunday, but this last Sunday, I guess, um, I kind of showed a snippet at the end where I redid my banner and my profile picture, I guess. And I redid the bio on my YouTube. And I didn't realize it until today, but there's another podcast um, that I follow on Instagram. And she doesn't do a video component, but she uploads her podcast onto YouTube and just uses her, um, it's not a profile picture, but like her podcast, like the picture it's called something y'all know what I'm her podcast art as the visual quote unquote. And then you can click on it and listen to her podcast. So if you wanted to put it on your TV, you could essentially. So I kind of think I'm going to start out with that. I know I'm backpedaling because I definitely said that I wanted to do like straight video, but I feel like that would be a way for me to ease in to the video component. I'm just, and I don't know that if I'm camera shy or I don't know, because this like talking has become very easy. So it's almost like what fuck difference does it make if you put a camera in front of me? Cause I'm doing the same thing. Just there's a camera. So But I say that to say I'm giving myself the rough date of the end of the summer. So technically that's Labor Day, which is in September. But in my mind, it's the end of August. So by the end of August, I'm not saying I'm going to rush it, but I'm giving myself a rough date of the end of August to get something on YouTube, whether it's just the audio with my podcast art or whether I actually just say fuck it and do a whole video component. Either way, YouTube will be up and running by August, by the end of August, beginning of September, for sure. 
because what I'm trying to do a better job of is creating time for me to be creative, which is why I put myself on a content schedule, so to speak, because it's going to make me be more intentional about what I post and what I put out into the world, especially if I'm considering this a passion project. And the the schedule kind of helps me throughout the week, too, because I do have sorority stuff to do throughout the summer. I still have work. Obviously, I want to make time for my friends, my boyfriend, my family, trips, everything like that. So the schedule kind of helps me stay on track, I guess, or making sure that I'm consistent in what I'm posting, because no matter what I know on Sunday, Wednesday, Fridays, I'm posting on either Instagram or on here. So it keeps me consistent, but it's not a hard schedule to keep up with. Sundays, I record and upload my reel to Instagram and I record my actual episode. That way I don't feel like I have to rush or it's like even today doesn't feel like I have to rush, but like now I know tomorrow I need to go ahead and upload it because today's Tuesday. But if I record on Sundays, it gives me Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to upload. And then by Friday, all I'm posting is a, hey, did you see the new episode kind of thing? And then it gives me pretty much all day Friday, Saturday to figure out what I want to post as a reel for that Sunday to match with the episode that came out the prior Wednesday or like that Wednesday. So I say all that to say, I'm trying to be more consistent I'm letting myself have a gradual progression because I feel like gradual progress is better than no progress. And I think ultimately that will allow me not to burn myself out and it'll allow me to be more intentional because at the end of the day, I don't want this to be something that was like hit or miss, even though that's what I said in the beginning. Like, I know what I said. I'm taking it back. I'm reneging. I don't care because it is something that I'm enjoying. Like when I first started in January, it was kind of just like a bullshit, let me just see kind of thing. But now, especially that I'm getting, you know, decent engagement and I'm feeling more confident and I know that some of you can see the confidence coming out, whether you know me or not, like on a personal level, to me, that makes me feel like, okay, Maybe I'm doing something right. Maybe I can progress. Maybe not at the rate of some other people or that I feel like I should be progressing, but progress is progress nonetheless. And so in betting on myself and in tapping into my own potential, my biggest thing is being intentional and not rushing myself. I'm letting things happen as they're supposed to. I'm not forcing anything. Because I feel like the moment I do, it's no longer going to be enjoyable. And then I feel like it's going to show. Because then I'm going to get lazy. I'm not going to want to record or I'm going to record some bullshit. So that that is what this week is all about. And my boyfriend asked me like a really good question. I don't know if it was yesterday or... Yeah, because yesterday was Monday. I don't know why I want like today that I'm recording to be Wednesday, because I know when y'all hear this, it will be Wednesday. So yesterday being Monday, my boyfriend asked me um, basically what he could do to support a goal of mine this week. And until 
I recorded this, I didn't know what it was, but I think my goal for the week is to, I don't want to keep using the word intentional, but I want to intentionally do things this week. I want to be in the moment because I think that my brain runs a million miles a minute that I forget to enjoy every little thing. And as much as I burnt the word romanticize out like the last couple of months, that's exactly what it boils down to. I want to genuinely be in whatever space I'm in every day, every second, every moment of this week instead of going through the motions. Because I feel like it's very easy to get caught up in a routine. But at one point, that routine was romanticized by you because it wasn't something that you were already doing. So I kind of want to, I guess, go back to the basics, go back to the drawing board and really intentionally be present in every room, every environment, with every person and every task that I do this week because it always makes me feel better. You know what I mean? Like there's just certain things that I do or like things within my environment that I allow to impact not only my mental health, but like my overall feeling of things and or like my mood. That's what I want to say, my mood. So my goal for the week is to be present and remain present. And at the moment that I feel like I'm just going through the motions to kind of just step back and take a breath. Just, okay, this is a day-to-day routine, but how can we be present and intentional in this moment? Because I also feel like once I get into the routine, I almost allow myself to get overwhelmed and overstimulated when something knocks it off. And it's just like, for what? That's I honestly that's what I was thinking this whole weekend, this whole past weekend was which was Father's Day weekend. It was yes, I'm tired, yes, I'm exhausted, yes, I would much rather just go lay down because nothing that's going on was quote unquote planned in my brain. Nothing none of this was part of my routine. But then I happened to think my biggest goal for the summer was to be spontaneous, just to do things as they come. And I promise y'all. Every time that I think that, I have the most fun. Like, my Amy flew out here to surprise. Well, they came out here for um, another family member of mine. But it was also to surprise us before she went back to North Carolina. And had I not gone to Austin, because that's where we met, had I not gone to Austin and just told my daddy, like, hey, I know you wanted to do Father's Day dinner in Austin, but I'm really not feeling it. It's been a long day. I would have missed that interaction with someone so close and so near and dear to my heart because it wasn't something we had planned. We had planned to just go to dinner locally. And then he didn't say Austin until the last minute. So obviously in my brain, I didn't have it planned or I didn't have it worked into my routine to up and go to Austin after I've been up all day. But had I not, and had I gone against the grain and gone against my routine and gone against my, or went with my thought process and went with my routine, like I wouldn't have had that moment. I wouldn't have had that experience with someone I don't get to see every day. All of my family lives in North Carolina because we're not from Texas. So 
I say that to say that this week I will be living in the moment. I will make sure that I'm present in every aspect this week. And if I find myself sinking back into my routine or kind of just going through the motions, I will take a pause, take a breath and make sure that I'm intentional with my presence because I feel like that's the only way that I'm truly going to reach my potential in every aspect of my life. And if I continue to say that I want to bet on myself or pour myself into my creativity or set the boundaries that I need to set so I can be creative outside of my professional life, it's going to take me being intentional and being present, whether it's within my routine or whether it's spontaneous, whether it's at work or not at work, whether it's with my coworkers, with my patients, with my manager, or whether it's with my family, with my friends, with my boyfriend, with my line sisters, you know what I mean? So that is what we're doing this week, y'all. We're being intentional. We're being intentional. We are remaining present in every aspect of our lives, in every environment, in every little thing that we do, every little task, every little activity, every conversation, every encounter with every person. We're just, we're going to be in that moment. And honestly, I told y'all this was going to be all over the place. I feel like that was very much so all over the place. And I'm checking my time and I'm only at 30 minutes. That's the other thing, y'all. I think I'm going to start sticking to like 30 minutes because even when I play back my own podcast, which I actually adore really long podcasts. And I know my friends have said they prefer longer episodes, but I I don't know. I'm feeling like little 30 minute segments are going to do it for right now. I don't know why, but I'm just liking the short. I told y'all short form content has been my shit. So that is all that I have for today, for this week. I love y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to talking with y'all because my engagement has been like through the fucking roof, in my opinion. That's just me though. So let me know your thoughts. Make sure you rate. Make sure you comment. Make sure you follow the podcast Instagram. I love y'all and I will talk to y'all next Wednesday.